0: Are we going to support law enforcement in our community or are we going to elect people that are going to undermine their ability to protect us and enforce the laws? This issue of law enforcement in our community is running through all these local governmental bodies. Local government is pursuing these new very liberal ideas that don't support law enforcement in our community.
1: Welcome to another episode of Fact Check. I'm Caitlin Riley,
0: And I'm Bill Fian.
1: And this was a topic that wasn't planned for us to discuss, but I had the opportunity to watch a mayor's debate. It was happening with the Criminal Justice Management Council for Lacrosse County. And I stayed tuned in that meeting afterwards because there was a lot of public discussion about an incident that happened in La Crosse County. And before we dive into this, I do want to say that we in Fact Check and Wisdom in no way condone harassment, threats, anything like that. But we're here to talk about the situation and the circumstances surrounding what happened. And Bill, do you kind of want to give an overview of what we're talking about with Joanna Stribel, the La- Criminal Justice Management Council, and the police union?
0: Right. Well, Joella Stribel was appointed to a county board committee called the Criminal Justice Management Council. Uh, All of those appointments come from the county board chair, who is Monica Cruz. And then Joella was appointed to chair the creation of a new uh, committee that would be called a Police Oversight Board. And we did a, a show on Fact Check about this previously. People can look at it. Do La Crosse police need more oversight? In recent days, it's it's come out that uh, Joella Stribel has made a lot of public statements that are very much anti-police. In fact, Empower Wisconsin's website, Wisconsin Spotlight, has a story about some of those Facebook posts in which uh, she says that uh, police are part of a uh, system of violence and oppression. Uh, she also says that white people... Are bound to a system of white supremacy and she says that all men are part of a system of toxic patriarchy and in one post she suggests that it'd be good if they had an after-school Satan Club so these are views that are just really far out of the mainstream I would imagine they're surprising to many people in La Crosse County But it really, for a second, pulls back the curtain and gives us the opportunity to see into the workings of our county government. And, of course, we're going to have elections a year from now in April of 2022. All 29 supervisors are going to be up for election. I would just encourage people, pay attention to those spring elections for county board because there's a larger issue here. And it actually is going to be on the ballot in just a short order here, uh, April 6, people are going to be voting on local uh, spring elections, and they're going to be voting for school board. Uh, they're going to be voting for munici- uh, municipal government, uh, specifically uh, the Common Council here in La Crosse, and also they're going to be voting for a mayor. And this issue of the role of police and law enforcement in our community is a big issue in all these races.
1: And this was something that was addressed because, like you said, the question of law enforcement's role in the community. Do they need more oversight? Do we have them in schools? Has been the latest program where the La Crosse School District is starting to pull police officers out. And at the meeting that I was tapping into where they talked about Joella Stribel she resigned from the Criminal Justice Management Council. And one of the names that was brought up was Rob Abraham. He was accused of being intimidating in meetings, coming in, sharing his opinion, being opposed to this oversight board. And it's an individual that you might see his name on a ballot.
0: Right. Well, that's a very interesting situation because what we have here is Joella Stribal and liberal county board members, including the chair, Monica Cruz, trying to create a new police oversight board. And importantly, that board would have no police representation on it. So I think that's a very important point here, is that there would be no police representation.
1: And that was a point that Rob Abraham was making when he came into these meetings and interjected his position.
0: Right. So I don't see how that's threatening or harassment when the police are simply trying to stand up for their own interests. And I would point out that Joel Stribal was also appointed to the Criminal Justice Management Council, that's a county board committee that includes judges, the public defender, uh, the uh, district attorney, representatives from the sheriff's department, the lacrosse Police Department, county supervisors, and Joella was appointed to, to that board. This committee that they were exploring setting up, and I believe they were well on their way to setting it up, would have been a subcommittee to the Criminal Justice Management Council and so you know she's now been found out for these extreme views and she's claiming that she's been threatened and harassed well I'd like to see the evidence of any kind of threats or harassment I think more likely what's happened is uh, she's become an embarrassment to the people in La Crosse County government because these views are clearly going to be offensive to many voters and so I, I for one don't think that this issue is gonna go away anytime soon but um, Rob Abraham, uh, for those who don't know, is the assistant police chief in the city of Lacrosse. Again, this issue of law enforcement in our community is running through all these local governmental bodies, and so the Lacrosse School Board has made the decision to remove the school resource officers from the schools. Now, do people remember the Dare program? You know, that's designed to help keep kids off of drugs. That's that's part of those school resource officers being in our schools. And just two years ago, the Wisconsin legislature appropriated a hundred million dollars for improved school safety in response to a school shooting. We've had nine school shootings in Wisconsin since two thousand and eight. So really does it make any sense whatsoever for us to be pulling the school resource officers out of our schools in La Crosse. I I think that uh, in conversations with Rob, he made it pretty clear he never in his life envisioned running for any kind of public office. But I think this is born of a sincere concern for his own children uh, and for the children of our community and their safety. And from my perspective, it makes zero sense for us to remove the school resource officers from the school because a few students Um, don't like their presence there. And we don't really know what the community as as a whole thinks about this, Uh, but my guess is that there's probably a majority of people in our community who don't want to see the school resource officers
1: removed. And we've talked about some ways that they've tried to engage the community on the issues of law enforcement. We've done an episode of Fact Check about the survey. That they had released before even looking into creating the subcommittee i shouldn't say before that because they were because the question on the survey was how would it be funded how would it be paid for and so this is something where they were looking to engage the community but i know bill that you had mentioned concern about what community are they engaging
0: i was outraged at what was in that survey which was written by a professor from uwl a psychology professor who also serves on the Criminal Justice Management Committee, these people in their survey, number one, assumed that the committee was going to be created, that this oversight board was going to be created, and they asked how we wanted to pay for it as taxpayers. And then the second to last question was about our race. Now, why on earth would race be in any way relevant to your opinion about whether or not we need a police oversight board? Unless you're a liberal in our county government who assumes, as Joella Stribel said, that white people are all bound to a system of white white supremacy. In other words, all white people are racist. So you include race in your questionnaire so that you can discount the opinions of those people. My understanding is that over 1,400 people responded to that questionnaire. I'm guessing that uh, they got a real negative uh, feedback on that. You know, that's where uh, this whole thing is at with uh, questionnaire. The other thing that they did in there, the last question was, uh, what is your gender? And most of our listeners probably think, well, the two genders are male and female. No. The survey written by this psychology professor from UWL offers you 12 selections, and they even have a, a a slot there for other. So, you know, it it just really reveals the minds of the people that are running our county government. And I surely hope that people are going to pay close attention to the county board races in April of 2022 because I can't believe that a majority of people in our community think that these are the ideas that our government should be based upon.
1: And another note that I would like to make is that while news sources such as Wisdom News attend these meetings, whether they're in person pre-COVID or through Zoom, but this is something that's also open to the public. The public is welcome to attend these meetings. The public is welcome to give their comments. And that was a lot of the meeting that I had attended where people were giving comments to show support for Joella at that time. And that's another way to be involved in local government and find out, give a voice before those committees and before those councils are making decisions.
0: Absolutely. You can go. Often they have um, an opportunity for the public to speak and to be heard from. And I can tell you from two years as a county board supervisor, it is extremely rare that there are people that show up and sit in the observation area to observe these meetings and very seldom do people come to express their opinions. It's important, uh, we did another edition of Fact Check where we talked about government closest to the people. We'll give that a listen and, you'll f- and it gives lots of reasons why. This local government is the one that has the biggest impact in our lives in terms of control, in terms of tra- taxation. And we're really seeing that the April 6th election is going to be one that is defining for our community. So we've talked about the county board. We've talked about their efforts and jo- Joella Stribel's efforts to create a new police oversight board. We've talked about the Lacrosse School Board pulling uh, the resource officers out of the schools and Rob Abraham's candidacy as the assistant police chief running for that seat. We haven't talked about what's been going on in the city of Lacrosse. But Mayor Tim Cabot has appointed two Black Lives Matter activists to the Police and Fire Commission. So again, this is a place where uh, local government is pursuing these new, very liberal ideas uh, that don't support law enforcement in our community. And so that brings us to the question of the mayor's race in the city of La Crosse. And we now know that it's come down to Mitch Reynolds' who used to have to, an afternoon call-in program uh, here at WIZM, and to Vicki Markeson, who's the former CEO of the La Crosse Area Chamber. And again, this issue of oversight of our police and their role in our community has come to the forefront of that campaign.
1: I was going to say, we saw that in some of the different endorsements, and Vicki Markison has said that she will not be accepting any endorsements as candidate for mayor, but Mitch Reynolds has been, and there's been concern among those in law enforcement about some of the groups who are endorsing him.
0: Right. Well, I want to say that, uh, you know, as the chairman of the La Crosse County Republican Party, um, we made the decision early on in this process that we would not be endorsing a candidate And that's because there are no Republicans in this race. So there's no one that we could endorse as a Republican candidate. But that doesn't mean that we aren't interested in the outcome of this election. And so myself, as a citizen uh, in La Crosse, uh, I'm going to tell you I was directly impacted by this issue last summer when someone stole the car from my driveway. In fact, they stole four vehicles in two nights, and they, they robbed 14 homes on my street. I later learned that this was part of an epidemic of crime that was going on in our community, and a lot of it was related to the fact that we weren't incarcerating anybody that was arrested because of COVID-19. So the, the uh, interesting part about this story is, you know, I was working with uh, the Lacrosse Police Department, and I have to tell you, they did a phenomenal job I reported my vehicle stolen at 7 a.m., and by shortly afternoon that day, they had found the vehicle. And it was part of some really good police work done by uh, uh, the parking uh, police. They found my car. They recognized the description of the car, but the license plate had been changed with another white Chevy Impala. But they still recognized the description. It was full of stolen merchandise. But the police had recovered my stolen vehicle by shortly afternoon the same day that I reported it stolen. And exactly one week later, they arrested the two people who had committed all of these robberies, and the two people confessed. Wow. So there is a problem with crime in our community. And I would just say, from my perspective, we have one of the finest police departments that you could hope for. And I've come to know many of the retired police officers. I play golf with six of them. And I'm just going to tell you, these people are heroes. They are the people that go up to cars in the dark of night at 3 a.m., knowing there's a violent person in that car, and enforce our laws. And so from my perspective, this is a huge issue. It's the most important issue of our government, which is providing for public safety and law enforcement. And so when we look at this race with uh, Mitch Reynolds and Vicki Markison, you know, I have to tell you that I've always respected Mitch Reynolds. I think he's a smart guy. And I was a guest on his show many times. And I think he's a person uh, of integrity. But I was really shocked and surprised when I listened to the debate between him and Vicky at the Unitarian Universalist Church um, a few days ago. And what shocked me was that Mitch advocated for shifting spending away from the police towards more social programs, and uh, he also advocated for this police oversight board being formed at the county. And so that that to me is a defining issue in, in the race for mayor. What is going to be the support for the police and law enforcement? I mean, this would extend out to the sheriff's department, but are we gonna support law enforcement in our community Or are we going to elect people that are going to undermine their ability to protect us and enforce the laws in our community? I think it's a defining moment for our community here in La Crosse County.
1: And once again, that election is coming up very quickly, April 6th. I believe early voting starts on March 23rd for this spring election, especially coming down to those two candidates for mayor of La Crosse. Please feel free to join us in this conversation with Fact Check by following our Facebook group. Just search for Fact Check, WIZM and let us know what you want to chat about and share your thoughts and what you hear. For Fact Check, I'm Kate Riley.
0: And I'm Bill Fian, and subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts.